You are listening to the Noisy Narratives podcast, a podcast produced by the Women of First Ministries at Frisco First Baptist Church in Frisco, Texas. Here at Noisy Narratives, we like to cut through the noise of our stories and get to the heart of what really matters. We hope you are blessed by what we share. Thank you so much for listening. Isn't it amazing? everyone. Welcome to Noisy Narratives. This is Debbie Vallejo, and I'm here with Christy Williams and Amy Waddell, our little roundtable we like to do every month, mm-hmm. once a month or so. So we're dropping this one in real time. So we're recording kind of right before we're going to put it out. So um, this information won't be as dated as mm-hmm. <laughs> some of our other conversations. And poor Debbie has just gotten over gum surgery, so if she sounds like she's not truly expressing her laugh or her joy, it's because she can't move her upper lip. That's true. Which for Amy and I looks like she's frowning at us the entire <laughs> right. time. So she's trying to censor They're us. Not, like, uh, yeah, no, no, yes, okay. yeah. Oh, tell. is this good? Yeah, I know, and it's um, not quite over. It takes a while, so it's going to be a little bit. Yeah. So if you see me like in Walmart and I look like I'm not smiling at you, it's because I can't. Yeah. And you're She's in mad. pain and you're doing this. I There is some pain, but I just took quite a bit of Advil right before this. So. Okay. So if she you know, starts drooling, you go. just dab her mouth. <laughs> Foaming and drooling at the mouth. Right. The I didn't take like a Volume. I took Advil. <laughs> oh, that's good. Okay. But so no, yes, I can fine, drive. Whatever. But I had my first cup of coffee. I drank iced coffee for the first time in a week because I had my surgery last Wednesday. And, and there's no coffee? You can't wait. have coffee? You can't have warm stuff or hot stuff. And I was like, I'll just kick the caffeine habit because I was on all these pain medications after yeah, having yeah. my gum surgery That's and stuff. Nice so mm-hmm. I was like, huh. and then today I'm like, you know what? I want my coffee back. Who cares? But wait, did you have any headaches? Because you're a big caffeine person big or time. coffee person. I would have if I had not been taking so much pain medications oh, for my gums. Nice to counteract it. Exactly. Okay. So, because I was taking the pain meds anyway, I was like, well, maybe I can just really kick it for good this time. And I won't. And I was okay. like, no, okay. Well, here, I just so like it too much. So, like, your top lip and everything is still numb, right? Yeah. And up in my cheeks, like. So, you can't, and like, I, drink through a straw. Or I, I can't drink for, through a straw for, like, two months. Like, okay. you can't do that um, for, like, a long time. And I have to eat soft foods for so a while. So you, like, go to eat soup or something, it's going to come right back out of your <laughs> mouth. Like, yesterday. Tilt her back. Tilt her back. <laughs> we had our staff Christmas party yesterday, and I do not like eating in front of people right now. So I sit soup. <laughs> oh, that's so before, smart. I wouldn't either. Oh, no. So I drank my, I drank some soup before we went, you know, mm-hmm. so I could just sit and talk mm-hmm. to everybody as they ate. Because it's just... You know, it's like can't your move your mouth. Comes out of it's your mouth gross. Like a dog. She's I just, just trying to like exactly. It, but, yeah. I just am like, no. I don't visual, want people to. People need to enjoy their food. They don't mm-hmm. need to see me doing no. that. No, not at all. Thank, <laughs> thank you for doing so, that. You're Debbie. welcome. You're welcome, Christy. From me to you, my gift. <laughs> your Christmas gift. <laughs> not watching, watching Debbie eat when eat. half her mouth doesn't work. <laughs> I would love to close my mouth. I can't. <laughs> so anyway, yeah. So that's been our um, kind of time, but. Um, anyway, anybody else want to share? How's the week? We do have a lot going on right now we're going to talk about, but. My life hasn't been that interesting. So that is not true. Amy just lost her dad. I did. And so she has not been around. We actually were going to record, what was it, a couple of weeks ago, and it was just bad timing. So yeah. you lost your dad suddenly, and so you were dealing yep. with a huge loss, and especially Christmas, which is not fun. No. At all. And so we were just Was talking. it right? It, yeah. The timing around Thanksgiving. November 15th. Okay. Yeah. Day you'll four. never forget. Uh, it's yeah. actually my best friend's birthday. Mm. And um, 
yeah, he he was in, we were they were in South Texas. My stepmom's really fast. My stepmom's mother passed away back in June, and so they drove down to Westlaco, which is like four miles from the border, going into Mexico, and uh, had gone to pick up some shelving and stuff that she bookcases that she wanted to bring back here, and he went outside. And he just collapsed next to the truck. Mm-hmm. And so um, that was about 9.30 in the morning. When did she find him? Five minutes later. Oh, good. And uh, they rushed him to the hospital and tried to resuscitate him and couldn't. And so he died at, he was pronounced dead at 10.11 a.m. Mm-hmm. My sister and I booked a flight at 11.30. We got to the airport at 1.30, took off. We were in south texas by three thirty, mm. and what a whirlwind of a day it's a whirlwind God. of a day and just it's just ridiculous it's horrible it's horrible it's i'm horrible. still in denial yeah i just i mean if y'all listen to the podcast i talk about my dad a lot He's because i talk man. to him every day and would he, he come stay with you once a week too every other week he'd come stay night at my house he and my stepmom had just bought their forever home or mm-hmm. built their forever home in glenrose and he's really close with such my sister a pretty and I. area it's gorgeous and uh, we were so close with him. He's like, well, I got to go see my girls, you know. Mm-hmm. So he would he would come stay with me every other week on a Wednesday night. And then he'd stay with my sister on the Thursday night. And then he'd go back to Glenrose. Mm-hmm. So he had stayed at my house on Wednesday the 10th. And he died on Monday the 15th. Mm-hmm. So. I'm sorry. To sting. Death it, it has is, a sting. It is. I Like yesterday, something happened. I was like, oh, I got to tell dad that. Uh, you know, do you ever call and listen to his voicemail hear his voice no I have voicemail saved on my phone from voice. him and um, I can't listen to no, them not right yet. now Mm-mm. and do pictures do anything for you you like I can't well, watch it I or put, I want to look at it. I them. put all the pictures together for the um, video for mm-hmm. the memorial and so I was kind of um, I'm like oh yeah these are pictures dad this is picture of this and this is picture mm-hmm. of that and, and we pick out all the music and I went ahead and watched it before the service because I didn't want to break down in the service. And then I've just Yeah, been, those slideshows are hard in the middle of the service. But I've been pretty non-emotional. Mm-hmm. And then I'll just be driving down the road and break down and I am do outside sales. So that's <laughs> really nice. I'm like, yeah, I'll be going home now. <laughs> I have your makeup bag now. Yeah, I was going to say, do you need to carry a makeup bag with you for yeah, a little I while? A, I have this ice roller that mm-hmm. I just put on my face and oh, just roll yeah. my face. It's on, got on Amazon. It's really good. You need a pack as a flock of cucumbers, too. Yeah. And then, uh, so, yeah. I'm just numb. Yeah. Grief does come in waves. It's it just waves. There's some days you feel like the wave goes over your head. Other days, it's just kind of lapping up your head. It's your well, ankles. It's not bad. This but is, this is honesty. And, and I'm sure some of the ladies listening will, will appreciate this. I, alcohol has helped me tonight. Mm-hmm. Not mm-hmm. so much helped me. It just helped me not to deal with and. To the point that it's unhealthy now. I just need to scale back, cut it off. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So my mother, when we lost my little brother, she for like a full year, mm-hmm. she was drinking a lot. I remember, mm-hmm. lady, and I would I voiced my concern to friends that had lost somebody too, mm-hmm. and they were like, "Nope, you do not tell your mothers. You give her a buy for a whole year because mm-hmm. everybody handles grief differently." And I was like, "Are you sure?" And they're like, "Do not talk to. She's not. She's not going to hear you. She's not. It's going to land on deaf, deaf ears. ears." Yeah. And I was like, okay, everybody handles it differently. And she wasn't out drinking and driving. Like, no. literally, she yeah. was confined to her home. But I thought. Was she, like, drinking until she just wanted to pa- to pass out at night? Yeah, just didn't want to think about it. Didn't want That's to deal with it. 
That's what yeah. I've done. And it's I mean, just and she's not... dealt with my brother's death since then, but it was just, it was too much. Well, I don't feel so good shocking. physically either yeah. after yeah. doing that. I wake up in the mornings and I'm swollen and I'm puffy and I'm, because yep. there's a lot of sodium and sugar and all of that. And then it just adds to your general icky feeling it of does. the day yeah. to when it's, yeah. yeah. Well, I'm about mm-hmm. to be on the road the rest of this week. And I'm not taking anything with me. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, this is how you're going to do it. You're going to be cold turkey. And you're so not. So good. And you're going to be staying in a hotel at night. And you're not going to. It's one more thing to carry. And it's just, just stop. Yep. Good for you for realizing it, though. Yeah. Okay, we're going to pray for you. Well, thanks. And I'll check in on you, too. Thanks. And I think, <laughs> yeah, realizing yourself, that back and forthness, I think, is mm-hmm. what we all have to do with our little ways of coping that start becoming unhealthy. Yeah. Everybody, at some point, you cross a line somewhere well and i realize i have an addictive personality it's like if i want a glass of wine i was like well we might as well finish the bottle that's sitting there mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. years ago i smoked i'm like well if i'm gonna smoke i'm gonna smoke the whole pack i, mm-hmm. I am i am 100 in or 100 out okay yeah i'm not a yeah oh, well, there's table in this I was like, yeah mm-hmm. or i can have one and put the bottle away i don't it's just foreign foreign to me. yeah uh-huh. it yeah. calls to me no <laughs> uh, <laughs> It's just, I, it's just not needed. It's, it's, I'm doing it out of boredom and, and not feel a, anything. And that's a good point too, is that people who don't have that kind of personality don't understand it. Mm-hmm. Like, or they don't even have that. Or they don't have that issue. But their addictive issues come out in other things, oh, whether yeah. it's control or whatever. Crafting. Yeah, they, or, it, it comes know, out in other forms. Uh-huh. Um, it just may not be substance addiction. It'll mm-hmm. be something else. And so. Um, we you all know, have it. We all somewhere along the lines. We our ways of coping um, will become unhealthy because we're human. Well, and if you've met me, then you know I, I, what you see is what you get. Yeah. You know, so that's why we love you. I can be completely real about yeah. that, and I and I get too that there might be some judgment. You know, and well, that, there should that, not be. But, but you know what? There if ought not to be. That says more about that person than it right. does me. So right. I just kind of. Have you thought about going to just one class, like an AA class, just to see? I know it hasn't uh-uh. gotten that bad, but just to go, oh, there's other people that struggle with this, too. Uh-uh. Not a bad idea. I'll go with you. Okay. Oh, look I at love that. Those you I actually like, love AA well, class well, Do you want to get drinks beforehand? I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. As your way of coping with the meeting. <laughs> we're going to cope with the AA meeting we're sitting here in. Like, ladies, really? <laughs> You the These are great. I mean, no matter what you deal with, alcohol, drugs, emotional. Yeah. I'm a big fan of AA and Al-Anon. And sometimes you just need a friend to go with you. Well, and unfortunately, alco- no, unfortunately, fortunately, some people will agree with me, whatever. But I was in Trader Joe's one time and they had a sale on bottles of wine for $1.99 a bottle. Yeah, that wine and gives you headaches, going, by the way. It's what? It's that like wine gives tequila. you headaches. I, but I'm saying like if... I mean, it's very accessible, very mm-hmm. easily to anyone. And I do feel bad for people who are like, like even going in a gas station, mm-hmm. like it's, it is everywhere. Like if you're going to, if you're, you know, you want to, you know, some alcohol, you want to hit, if you want to hit, <laughs> yeah. you're going to walk in and your mouth <laughs> is going to salivate just looking at the shelves because yeah. I mean, about, it's everywhere. You can't get away from about it. Food addiction. Okay. Yeah, time for sure. That was meat. I tried to cut out starches one time and I remember walking by and I just made a pan of macaroni and cheese for the kids and my mouth was like salivating. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm a drug yeah. addict. Like, I am a total drug <laughs> This is what people go through when they have withdrawals. Like, I want that mac and cheese so bad. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. If I don't have any in the house, if there's no alcohol in the house, I'm fine. You're good. You won't go out and get it. No. But see, you're good. Yeah. Yeah. Really, you won't go out and get it if you need it. I mean, if it's like I'll sit there and have a conversation with myself. Like, yeah. do you want? Do you need it that bad? Now, will you, you need order to get it? it? 
No. You can order it now yeah. through like Thank you, grocery. This sorry. Is a here. <laughs> I'm so sorry. She just introduced terrible. a gateway to me. Terrible. Like, you had never even thought of that. Are you buying it now? Oh my gosh. Give me your shipped person now. I, wow. I just want to like now. I just like I want to curl up somewhere and oh, like God. oh my gosh. I can't my believe mom it, went but. cold turkey. She just likes having. Um, like cranberry and sparkling water. She realized it, it was yeah. like when my grandfather quit smoking. Mm-hmm. For him, it wasn't the smoking. It was having something in his hands. It was hands. the ambiance yeah. of it. Well, mm-hmm. For him, it was fingers. He was like, mm-hmm. so he went to toothpicks and then he went to rubber bands and he was fine. And my mom's same way. Like, I just need a glass of something at night. And she has well, sparkling I'm, water. I'm a Tito's oh, and Diet 7 Up. So yeah. the other night I was like, I'm just going to pour Diet 7 Up. There you go. And then I sipped on that. But I like the cranberry and sparkling water. That's what she put in hers. That. And I thought, good for you, KK. I'm impressed. Yeah. yeah, there you so. go. Yeah, there well, you go. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah, it does. It's not That's easy. very common. It's, it's not, not easy. Mm-mm. Life is hard. Mm-hmm. It is. It's fun. It's amazing. The joys, though, that we have means that when our people around we have the joy with, when we, they're not around, we're going to miss them a lot. That's right. And mm-hmm. that's super hard and sad. Mm-hmm. But that means you loved well. Yeah, absolutely. Christy, anything going on mm-hmm. on your family yeah. front? How's the starches yeah. going? <laughs> well, besides trying to I kick our mac and cheese those. addiction, I like clearly could ago. not kick my coffee addiction. So I'm not, you know, it's still an addiction. <laughs> so I'm not in that place right now. Okay. It was like two years ago when I did it, but it left such an imprint, like an impression on my brain of yeah. like wow, salivating. This is hard. Somebody the it. other day told me just to, just to uh, cut out whites and you yeah. know, white you flour, know. white sugar. Yeah, that's a common thing. White and potatoes. Then, and I'm like. I'm not good at anything. I have to like totally 100% cut out, obviously. But <laughs> you just shared that you're going to do that. Yeah, though. I'm like, well. <laughs> um, but no, seriously, like if you're going to do a diet and it's like, I'm, I'm, I'm good with scale back and count calories and everything. Yeah. But if you tell me I can't have a potato, that's all I'm going to think about oh, is potato. Yeah. That's the other side of your personality. That's interesting. That is a I personality that. thing yeah. for sure. Yeah, you tell me totally. I can't do that, I'm going to go do it. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I know. I have several friends that are that way. Like, yeah. We were talking about, because I haven't flown much since the um, pandemic started, but I've been on five flights in the last three weeks with all the traveling we've done. And every flight at the beginning, the pilot lectured about all the things, like, you know, the re- you have to have masks on. It's against federal law. If you don't wear your mask over your nose and you need to do this and need to do that, you know, unless which I eating, get. Unless you're eating peanuts or unless you're soap, eating, right. you're fine. And out, you cannot drink any alcohol that you brought on the plane. It's against federal law if. And these crew flight members represent me. And if you don't do what they say, it, you know, and it was yeah. a long list. Well, I was talking with a friend and they were like, we were on a flight and they made it. When the pilot did that, he made it fun. Like, mm-hmm. hey, this is us together. Come on, we can. Yes. And I said, I had one out of the five flights I was on do that same thing. And it changed the whole feeling of the cabin. Yep. Right? Oh, that's good. Whereas the other ones who did it, who were like, you, do, you should not do this. Don't do this. Authoritarian. Yes. Like, I could see people around me want to just yank their mask off just because somebody told them they had yeah. to keep it on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you were, and I was talking to my friend. She was like, she's the same way. Mm-hmm. If. When, you know, when somebody tells me I can't do something, it's like something in my brain. It's like, watch to me. Like, watch yes, watch exactly. Me like you're saying, soul. like telling yeah. me you can't have a potato. Oh, nope. That's all I can think about. Like, there's literally people whose brains like respond that way. I find that really fascinating. That piece of behavioral like science, mm-hmm. that that personality thing. You're like funny. that too, you said, Christy, right? I have a bit of it, but I also find it, I find the opposite interesting where people say, do this. And everyone's like, okay. Yeah. And you're like, think before you, that somebody tells you what to do. Yeah. 
Like, have a brain. Have yeah. a brain. Like that. So the other side of it is intriguing. So, yes, when people tell me to do, I'll be like, yes, that makes and sense And that's to hard me. for me because, like, I tend to be someone who gives authority, like, a high mm-hmm. level of, like, I would be, like, Respect. for example, exactly. High. So, like, 9-11, for example. Yeah. There were people who died in those buildings because they followed the rules mm-hmm. when all those policemen said, go back in the building don't leave. They went back in. But then all these other people lived because they broke the rules and ran out. They were like, I'm not staying. So Jay, my husband and I have talked about that because he was like, I'd be out of there. And I'm like, man, I'd be one of the ones dead in the building. Yeah. Because I would do what I was told. What's your gut tell you? That's like, for me, I have to follow what my gut tells me. Yeah. And I don't know. See, in those situations, like Jay and I have really talked about that. Like, if it was me and the kids and someone says, you need to do this, would I be obedient? Or would I be like, oh, nope, I'm taking me and the kids and getting, like, mm-hmm. I depends. mean, it's, it Fight, is. Flight. It's how you respond yeah, to it's so interesting. conflict, mm-hmm. right? Fight, flight, freeze, fear, and whatever. faint is the fifth faint. one now they've yeah. added. Which say. I'm okay, like, so if I'm going to do that, I'd rather faint, and then I won't even know I died. Kind of so out of, <laughs> out of those, what is your, what is your reaction? Typical. I'm more of a fighter, for sure. Mm-hmm. My husband's a freezer. So we would, when we were in marriage counseling, we did this fun thing, and he is more of a the turtle. It mm-hmm. goes back in his shell. I think yeah. I've shared this before. He processes, and I'm the shark. Mm-hmm. I'm going to come out. We're going to talk about it. We're going to deal with it. Boom, yeah. boom, boom, boom. Great. I'm done. I'm over it. Move on. Yeah. Where Greg's still like, what? I'm still processing. So you're done when he hasn't even finished the yes. process of, like, what you're even yes. fighting about yet. But my sister and I got in an argument the other day, and I found myself to be more of the... Not the fighter, like I was processing. What I don't know what that was, but she was talking so fast and coming at me that I was like, "What is happening?" So like that the, ends up being the freeze thing. I think I was frozen it, for a is bit. Is that the but freeze? Then I is that what that is? Not halfway through. Wait, but that's not typical for y'all, right? For her to come at you like that. Oh yeah, Lisa's good at that. With oh, okay. Me. Yeah. Okay. And then sometimes I can be like, "Oh, whatever," or "Oh, this she, this is where she's at. This is mm-hmm. how I'm processing where she's coming from. Like she's coming from a, you know, just a yucky place or." in a hard time so fine if you need to get this off your chest mm-hmm. go right ahead i will take this for you and so i don't fight and it that. is the closest people like your family that yeah. take that yeah. from you when people are in that kind of place because i tend to be i think in those i tend to be the flight person yeah i do tend to run like i disengage yeah which we've talked about that before like that's how i don't even fight fair i'm like fine i'm done yeah <laughs> if you're gonna be like that i'm out of here yeah <laughs> i don't even and need to talk she to made you. it personal at one point which is where it yeah, then engaged hard. me with the totally. fight yeah mm-hmm. then and you that's pick up. when i was like oh really yeah um i think with me <laughs> i called and apologized we had it it was fine by the night then yeah but y'all are good now oh yeah always okay yeah i just don't know how to love her well in the season that she's in it's so hard you know what i mean like she thinks like, I, I feel like, oh, I'm doing so good. And then I have a moment. All I have to say is one, as a big sister, Yes. all I have to say is one thing. That's mm-hmm. right. And it triggers everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I have to be like, okay, well, I was doing, so, like, pat myself on the back. I was doing so good for the yeah. first 20 minutes. And then that's, on the 21st minute, it just went to And that's your role, though, that. big sister-wise. Like, I'm in that same spot. And it's but been. is it, though, as adults? Going no, but time. I'm just saying that it, no, <laughs> I'm, I just mean that's the role we find ourselves in. I'm yes. not saying it's right or that's what we're supposed to be doing. I'm just saying yes. that's the spot. Yes. Because I know for me, when I do finally do the the fight response thing, it catches people by surprise. And then it's like a bomb goes off. Yeah. Like it's like a big deal. And then, yeah, you're apologizing. You're this, yeah. you're that. And I'm like, but people do this to everybody else all the time and nobody cares. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it's but you're doing something out of character. <laughs> yes. Usual. And yeah. there's an older sister, like, care for the other thing, or just the oldest thing in our family, at least in my family. My sister has to feel that way, like, 
how you, how you're feeling. But you probably feel exactly how you said this before. You feel how my sister feels all the time when your older sister makes a comment and you're like, <laughs> rude well, or get off my back or quit but hovering down on me. So we have our moment. So I'm sure Jennifer will go to make, I mean, it's, it's just, it's so stupid, but she will go to make a suggestion. I'll ask her something about an outfit and she'll give me her reaction. And I'm like, oh, you just think you know better. And she was like. No, I don't think I know better. You asked me, and I'm like, I'm like, you're not always right, Jennifer. She's like, I know I'm not always right. Yeah. I don't. I'm like, but you, you think that you know better than me on this? And she's like, No. Where did no, that I don't. come from? Uh-huh. I'm stating my opinion. Why is it personal? You all asked of a sudden? too for the opinion. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Sometimes I ask for it, and sometimes I don't. Exactly. exactly. And sometimes, but when she, when you ask, and you have to be like, but she's got so ask. much better because she's like, okay. Are you wanting my opinion here, See, or do you good. just want me to listen? I'm like, and then I get irked because in my mind, I'm like, I'm thinking, <laughs> I asked for she it. She has an opinion, and she thinks her opinion's better. Yes. And I'm so I'm projecting all of this all on of her. And she was like, okay, I don't even know where that came from. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's what happened with us on Saturday. Which is night. weird. Which is weird that Christy and I get along so well yeah. because we're the opposite. But mm-hmm. you're not biological siblings who grew up together all the time. Mm-hmm. Me and Jen? No, you and Christy. No. So mm-hmm. I do think, like, biological sibling-wise, we still have the ability to push each other's buttons. Oh. More than any not of our close friends. Not even knowing we're not doing even knowing it. it. It's like, she, just happens. <laughs> she For sure. She For can sure. make me angrier and faster than, than anybody any, yes. on this planet. And I have Absolutely. just decided, I just accept that. That's a part of family, I've decided. Like, we love hard, you fight hard, whatever. It's just like but it has helped me grow as a person that's for what, sure that's what it's supposed to do yeah it's supposed to it make has. you a better human it's not yes. supposed to make you bitter and angry no. and mad it's supposed to be like oh yes. i need to be yeah. more christ yes. in this area and this is why we these have are the people i'm loving no matter what absolutely so that means mm-hmm. i'm working hard to maintain these yes. in a way that maybe i don't necessarily do with other people who aren't mm-hmm. my bi- biological family who yeah. i can maybe put at arm's length I'm not doing that with family so you're working harder at those relationships so I do think it's made me a lot better to concentrate on being better (laughs) for my family losing losing dad during the whole like memorial thing the planning the picking this the picking that the family and friends coming up how are you how are you doing I'm like why am I making you feel better about what what I'm going through type of thing Mm, but Jen and I had to stop and have a conversation with each other and go okay we're gonna get ticked off at each other and we're going to lash out at each other because we can't lash out at anybody else we're just going to have to take a step back and take a moment she's like yep that's good that you were able to have that conversation see we had already snapped at each other a couple of times of course and so i was like okay not only are you grieving and sad but you're having to plan something Mm -hmm. that takes a lot of work and and you don't want to plan and you don't want to plan it you You don't enjoy it Mm -hmm. yeah a lot of decision making you know and you're sad Mm -hmm. so Yeah. yeah that's the Yep. That's that's hard. Yep. Speaking of sadness and an yep. emotion not equal to the loss of your father at all. Right. But it is a segue into yeah. we changing are de- conversations yes, now. Changing conversations. Um we are dealing with schools being closed for the second day. So Lone Star High School was closed for the second day. So Amy knows nothing about this. No, what's so this as about? we're explaining this. This is um, in Frisco Independent School District. Where yes, we're at. So there's you, a high we have Nine high school, ten. We're about to open our eleventh high school, tenth high school. I was like we twelve. A, okay, twelve. So we're about to open. Ridiculous. Anyway, regardless, a, lots of high schools, but this is Lone Star High School is one of our high schools mm-hmm. here. Yeah, and they got a threat, like a tweet or a Snapchat of some on kids Friday. Saying, yeah, on Friday, saying that they were mad, 
and they're going to do something to the school. So they couldn't find what I've heard is they couldn't find the person that made the threat. So they closed mm-hmm. school on Monday. Today well, they were Tuesday. going to. They, we were actually going to have school on Monday. They sent out an email. So we got an email Friday night saying, hey, we received this threat on social media. And the social media post mentioned Lone Star by name. And it talked about a suicide that had happened earlier in the year. And it talked about bullying. So it was kind of specific. But they followed up with trying to find this person and see if it was credible because schools all over the nation have been getting social media threats and closing. So Sunday evening, we get an email saying, hey, there's no credibility to this. We think it was just someone putting something out. But then in the middle of the night, Sunday before Monday morning, they got another threat through an email. And that's when there were athletes that had come to school early Monday morning and they um, they sent them home. And then they called teachers and said, don't come in. And then they finally called. All- of course, parents then start talking before we even got anything from the schools. Um, but then they called and they emailed and said, hey, don't come in. We're, there is something credible to this threat, and we want to figure it out first. And so they had the bomb squad there at school, everything. And then we got an email mm-hmm. yesterday, saying, last night, saying this one was actually a bomb threat. Um, and so they had canvassed the school. Do we and know? Then, no, we don't know anything. As I think that's far part as of the issue, too, the underlying issue, is they don't know where it's coming from. They don't know who it's coming from. Mm-mm. So they can't pinpoint it to say we can go get him. It's a, or her or who, whoever it is. Well, everything has a has like a virtual blueprint, you know. Yeah, and our cops are really smart, so it does. There makes you think that there's more to it. The mm-hmm. issue with Snapchat is they're taking screenshots. Yep. Of it and it disappears. So you have a screenshot, but you don't know the origin, like a TikTok or a Twitter or whatever. You can follow the path. Mm-hmm. eventually of where it went from who to where whatever but because the original snapchat disappears all you have is a screenshot you don't have a pathway from that picture i thought nothing actually disappeared off the internet it doesn't those guys told us that remember well but you have to to get snapchat to give you that information don't you need like yes. a subpoena and all that all stuff that which stuff. takes time mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. so i do think there's an element of um so they closed school again today which we were like okay if the threat's over why did they, if they're saying they found nothing and the threat's over, which is what it sounded like in the email, but they closed school again today. We're like, I don't know. We don't know what that means. And of course, there were so many rumors going around yesterday. There were rumors that they found guns in the school. There were rumors that And these are rumors stuff. I find so interesting coming from kids. Yeah. Like, I find it so intriguing and when parents. moms are like, oh, well, my kid said this. And, yeah. my, and I'm like, really? Is your kid that credible? And I heard from a parent who got an email from another person. And so I'm thinking, okay, this is an email that that parent. And so then I'm asking, well, where was the email from? Well, then, so it comes to find out it was somebody else in an email because their kids said X, Y, Z. Oh, gosh. And so I just think that we have to be so careful. But they're going to have to explain some things because it's going to be hard to send our kids back unless we have specifics. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure how many are sending their kids back. Without oh, hearing think, more details. Like, what more details are you thinking? I don't, what, like, why? Like, specifics. This is when the social media posts came in. This is what we've done to look for him or her. Do you really think this is what the email? This is when the email came in. This is what we've done. This is why we don't think mm-hmm. it's credible. This is what we've done in the school. This is, I don't know if they will, but mm-hmm. I think they ought to. I agree with you. They ought, I t- 100% feel like they yeah. should communicate, but I don't feel like people do. But on that side of it, dealing with all those emotions... I think, I mean, 
So we got something similar, not to that extent at all, at Memorial, and they sent out a note. And then our superintendent even sent out a note and yeah. said, hey, this is legally, this is what can happen. You can be fine. You can do this. Like, like watch make sure your you kids. tell your kids mm-hmm. this, that kind of stuff, which I thought was awesome. Well, like, this is spell it out. Like, all of That's this. That's what he was saying. Yeah. Yeah. But think about how, like, today I asked my daughter, Brindling, I just said, hey, when you go to school today and people start talking about this, what are you going to say? And she was like, Mom, this kind of stuff happens all the time. Nobody cares. And I was yeah. like, okay, this is my daughter. But mm-hmm. I have another friend's daughter who will not go to school today because she's so anxious and mm-hmm. anxiety-ridden that she won't go. Mm-hmm. And so you have two kind of ends of the spectrum there that... And my girls were in the middle. Like, they weren't... They were fine. Like, I was about to drop them off Monday when yeah. we were told... And I knew people who weren't sending their kids. But yeah. I, we were taking... We were, like, told our girls we think it was safe for them to go. And they were going to go. Um, and they were fine. They weren't anxious. But then when school closed again today, now they are a little uh, more anxious. Because now they're like, well, this means there was something to it, yeah. maybe. Which is why, explains why you want more of a explanation. Because I think it will help the kids. If the kids know yeah. more, it helps them feel safer at school. Yeah. And I think that matters. Yeah. I think being very, when things are, you know, just. Um, amped up too yeah, much. Yeah, amped up, emotional. Um, not specific, very gray, not yes. understand. I think it just people fill in the blanks themselves and not always in a good way. And so I just don't understand somebody wanting to hurt a school. Like, why, why are you so upset at a school want to do something to a school? I think some of the threats coming aren't even people in the school district. I think some people are just causing problems for kicks. I think there's social me- people posting social media because Little Elm got one, Den ISD got mm. some. I mean, they're going up everywhere. And I don't there's, think it's just kids doing it. I think it's it, people being stupid. To me, it just seems like the punishment isn't hefty enough that somebody would just throw this out there. Like, if the, if the punishment were heavier... Yeah. I and think they're hard to find, this. though. I think it's hard to find people. But there is the a current that is posts. running, though, through our high school kids and high schools all over of just unrest. Totally. I would agree like with that. Because, like, at, at Memorial, we're not dealing with that. We're dealing with fights. Yeah. All the time. Yeah. Eight or really? nine, ten cop cars up there, just fights. Like every other day for every a while. Every day, every mm-hmm. day for a little while. Yeah. So there's um, an undercurrent of something. There happens. is. I would like agree. Like, of emotional distress, just mental, just, just angst. And yep. We've kind of started a... At Memorial, a calm the chaos prayer chain. Oh, that's sweet. It, it is. One mom was like, yeah. we need to meet on Saturday morning and pray. Yeah. Pray as a collective community group. Yeah. And there was three of us because prayer is hard for people mm-hmm. that showed up and just said, yes, we're going to pray for our school. And then we're just sending out notes to have other people who maybe don't feel comfortable praying as a group or corporately. Just pray as you're going by the school. So this morning it was really sweet. Um, praying for peace over the school, praying for um, really just peace is the theme for Memorial High School mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. But this morning I get in the car with Brindley and we go, cause I'm, oh, our electricity went out this morning. So random. I did. Yeah, I paid random. the bills, so we're fine. But it was the thing that broke. And so we okay. none of our neighborhood had electricity. So I said, Brindley, let's go uh, coffee. We get in the car and that song, The Blessing, came on. Yeah. Oh, and I kind of started crying because mm-hmm. I was like, thank you, Lord. Like, I needed this moment to hear at the end of it it's this is what i was going to do um in this time that we are just yucky and turmoil um the song was so great because at one point i'm going to see if y'all can hear this So 
So just as that was coming on in the radio, or on the on the radio as we get in the car, um, bless you and keep this. Okay, Brantley, I was like, really, this is for you. Like this is a prayer for you right now as yeah. you're about to go to school and to, for the Lord to give you peace. Of course, Brantley doesn't sound like one that needs a whole lot of peace. She sounds fine, but there are other kids yeah. that need that, and Brantley's also a you know, as all kids are, they process differently. And so in two days, she'll have some questions about but it. High school, you've got so many hormones going on. You've got, um, you know, you got to get good grades. You got to do good in a game. You yep. got to do good in a performance. And then when all of these unrest and chaos and fights happen, it just, it's, it adds this heaviness on top. You yes. don't feel safe there. And right. You're just, uh, yeah. She showed me a TikTok yesterday of a friend and, I was like, well, look at that. She goes, yeah, on the other side of that, she said that there was a kid getting arrested. And I was like, oh, God, that's what she's dealing with. But at the same time, in my heart, I'm like, thank you, Lord. You're answering prayers. Mm -hmm. If somebody is getting arrested on the other side of that, we just prayed on Saturday that the troublemakers, the people that don't have peace, that want to be the opposite of peacemakers, be removed from the school and remove mm-hmm. them from the school and that our administrators have courage and have insight and the police have something to say. He can be removed. She can be removed. Is so this the, is the verse. It was John 14 to 27. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your heart be troubled. Neither mm-hmm. let them be afraid. And I thought there's so many moms and dads and aunts and uncles and grandparents that were sending our kids to school that we have to remember that the only peace we get is the peace that comes from Christ. And that doesn't solve problems, which is hard to justify in our brains, but that we still have to have peace. It makes my chest tight to know that this is what's going on at school. It makes my chest tight for the kids, you know? Yes. Because I remember being in high school and going through that stuff, and you're like, you want to fix it for them? Right. But you can't, and you're like... Isn't that what moms struggle with, right? The, I want to fix it, but I can't. Well, and you saw, and I think, and this goes to another thing that we saw over Mm. the last couple of days, the last, through all this, is on social media, all the different Mm. posts, texting, whatever. It's a lot of back and forth of what we should all be doing to make this different. And so I do think. What did you see? If you don't well, mind sharing. no, I don't mind sharing. Um, a lot of go to the school board meeting, tell oh, them to yes. be more transparent, yes. a lot, which not saying there's anything wrong with that. Email a lot of email, a lot of I can't believe, you know, I can't believe the schools are letting this happen. Frisco ISD was supposed to be a g- great school district. They need oh, to clamp man. down on this. And this overarching theme of um, there's something, there's some way to fix it, either politically either by involvement um, through school boards, elections, metal detectors in the schools, so financially, um, all these things, which I'm not, again, knocking any of those possibilities. But I think in our um, in our hurry mm-hmm. to solve it for our kids, because yeah. we hate seeing them like that, mm-hmm. um, sometimes in that back and forth we miss just sitting down with our kids and having conversations Mm -hmm. that help calm them help them reflect if we're believers help point to the sovereignty of god and what that means and living in this world day to day this is a constant mission field that's always changing Mm -hmm. our world doesn't get to stay comfortable for us all the time Mm -hmm. um we live in a place that is changing um but but our anger and our anxiety will not fix that. 
but it is points to something in us that maybe we need to talk about and address. And so, um, like for, for us in our house, like Jamie and I went back and forth, even sending them Monday. Um, but both of us felt okay about it, but cause we trusted our school and the police, um, in our area. But again, sometimes Jamie was the one, he was more talking to the girls about, Hey, just be aware. I think it's better if you don't wear your iPods at all at school. I think you need to have your ears open, your eyes open. Mm-hmm. He was giving them practical advice, trying to give them practical advice without scaring them. That's a good and point. And that's though, hard. That ear, like the yes. AirPods, as do kids just walk around the hallway with them in all the time? They do that. My kids don't, but a lot of other kids do. But what a lot of them do though in class now because they're all on their computers is they're listening to things on their computers independently and doing work. And they've got their ear pods in for half the class time, which in high school is 45 minutes. You know, you don't yeah. know. It depends on what's going on in the you class. You, but then you can't have your head on a swivel and know you what's going on around you. can't at all. Yeah. So Jamie's thing was, I feel like you shouldn't even be listening to them for right now. Yeah. Just don't even use them. Um, just keep aware. your eyes and ears, you know, aware. Exactly. And then, can I interject yeah. on that one real fast? Because I think we've talked about this before, but Bradley Cooper, total yeah. side conversation, but he said he was in Paris and he makes this trip all the time back and yeah. forth on this, whatever, this road, whatever. And he always has his ear pods in. He's walking and he gets um knife point, like hung <gasps> up at knife point. And he was like, I was so mad. I've made this trip all the time and I am not aware anymore. He goes, I have my Because I'm so in. comfortable I'm with so it. comfortable, but he has his ear pods in. He's yeah. not, and he, you said the word swivel. He goes, I yes. don't look around anymore. He goes, I used to walk down the street looking over yeah. my right and left shoulder all the time, totally scanning everything, everyone. Mm-hmm. And he goes, and now I don't. And look what happens. I'm not aware. And I get held at knife point. Mm. I mean, a random analogy, but it does. Yeah. I mean, we are in a society, a place that we need to be aware. Yeah. And as Christians, be uber aware. Yeah. Because yeah, it is a battleground out there. Mm-hmm. Well, and there is that fine line. And like, you know, even as we, Jamie and I were talking about, he's like, that's, it's the line of teaching them how to be aware mm-hmm. without, again, instilling more Fearing. fear yes. than what they already live with day yep. to day. And yep. part of that is knowing your kids. Part of that is understanding them. But we both agreed that, hey, but I think they need to go, mm-hmm. you know. So that was us Monday. And then they called off school. So then I was like man, I started second guessing myself, you know, like, mm. should we have let them stay home even that well, day? Well, like, made a decision for you. He so did. You and I think it. our trust in our schools was yes. verified to me, yep. like them making that decision meant they were erring on the side of caution. Um, and we've had a, a lot of shootings. So I, you know, um, not here, but not just here. over overall the U.S. Sorry, I'm not that. here. I'm, like, I'm really <laughs> I'm out sorry. of the loop here. Golly, clarifying yeah. is important, especially not. We've had a lot of shootings in the United States. Yes. Well, I feel like this is why you know. I won't, I'm not. I won't go into that topic. But. Yeah. Well, and then you get in discussions now about guns. Well, and about access to guns. We can't. I mean, it's hard, though, because in Texas, we don't have that conversation. We got them. Most of our congregation is packing every Sunday morning. <laughs> I, I always am. Oh, there's yeah. so many. I'm, I always I know certain am. people I like to sit next to. I'm like, I'll sit next to them. I, I have no problem with an, with an adult packing a gun. Well, I, I've, I've uh, 100% of the time you see me, I've got it on me. And especially as a female going out at outside sales, right? Yeah. But, yeah. What are your thoughts on these kids, Amy, because you see kids or you hear these stories? Where does your heart go besides having a uh, your chest being tight? 
Well, I think it's like you said, it's, it's uh, people coming together and praying because as Debbie's talking, I'm thinking, what are, what are the what are the steps we can take to make the kids feel safer at the school? And it's mm-hmm. like putting more police officers in there. Well, for some kids, that's going to make them more uncomfortable. Yes. And then you have little kids that are so disrespectful to police officers and, you know, mm-hmm. so you can't put a police officer in every hallway of every school and you can't, you know, the metal detectors almost make it worse and now now you're going to school out of prison and now you're you know Mm -hmm. so so honestly i mean god has overcome the world Mm -hmm. all we can really do is pray be Mm -hmm. smart about it but prayer and everybody's emotionally ramped up like christy said earlier to like Mm -hmm. a 12 already it doesn't take much to ramp us up to a 20 out of 10 you know like we're so I know for us, too, it's how do you use that emotion well? Like, it points to something in yourself that maybe you need to kind of think through, mm-hmm. work through, meditate on, and mm-hmm. give to the Lord. But then also, how do you um, help that influence other people in your sphere? Because at some point, we all need to calm down because this is not sustainable. Yeah. Is in my mind. This is... It's like a pressure this cooker. This is a pressure cooker. It's each... It's going up day by day. Um, it's not sustainable in our schools the way that things are ramping up. It's not sustainable in um, just public life as we're being around each other and near each other. How do you love your neighbor well, even if you disagree with them? Um, what does that look like and mean? Like I was talking to a friend yesterday, we disagree on just even gun safety and what that means to have gun in your homes with kids. Should mm-hmm. you have lock up all your guns all the time or not? I mean, we can have disagreements on things and still care about and love each other and not get angry and so that's important to teach our kids but i think our kids are struggling with that right now <laughs> well I, I think it's interesting that the the schools closed the last two days but i think it's this time of year too i've heard a couple of teachers say oh yeah this time of year is always hard students just shouldn't come back to school right after thanksgiving like we should be off in december or something because kids aren't paying attention mm-hmm. they're ready for the holiday mm-hmm. season they're just even the smallest kids and then literally like, start back on like january 3rd yeah. yeah yeah like they they need they need a break this is a really exciting type of time of year um and so yeah so you mentioned this too so how can we help our kids respond well so we have kids in the schools that are dealing with this, that are seeing it, that believe in Jesus, that know Jesus is their Savior, know God is a good God, and that, that we're sending them back to school, and they're going to be around. And I had this conversation this morning and just said, hey, you're going to walk into that school, and those girls that are drama, this is going to be their happy place. Mm-hmm. They're going to eat this up. They're going to want to talk about it. They're going to want to dwell on it. And they're it. going to be mad if you don't. Yes. And so they're I said, Brindley, what yeah. are you going to do? shows. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I go, what are you going to do when they would talk about it? She goes, I'm going to just going to blow them off. I mean, y'all are so dramatic. And I was like, no, not let's try a different response. And so in my head, I instantly like, Lord, what, 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 mm-hmm. what, what do you, what do you help? What, what do I give her? What wisdom do I give her to be, mm-hmm. to help be the light in this dark situation? Mm-hmm. Right. And so that went after that song came on, um, I said, just, Hey, Hey, just tell them, Hey, we need peace. Let's be peacemakers. You mean being dramatic is not a peacemaker. And she was like, Oh yeah, I'm going to tell so-and-so to be a peacemaker and i said yeah is that okay she was like yeah that one i can tell that but i'm not gonna tell so-and-so to be a peacemaker because she's gonna get real mad at me yeah i said i know but you need to be the light in the dark and you need to figure out how to respond to your people well Mm -hmm. that are going to be the ones that are going to want to amp this up more and more and i think this is how we tell our kids what do we tell our kids and this is an opportunity i think to that point to demonstrate the cross in our calmness and so i do think being able to say um, the world's a mess, 
being able to face that mess and acknowledge it, mm-hmm. move forward though with mm-hmm. calm and peace is where believers stand out. Not we don't have to sit here and stand on our street corner and yell at everyone that they're not acting the right way or behaving the right way or doing what we want. We need to assume that's going to be the case for all of us because we're human. We're a mess. But I think um, our kids, though, their faith is so young. Mm -hmm. And so for some of them, their faith isn't been tested. For some of them, they haven't come to a believing faith yet in Christ. And so... But for some, they're on fire. For some, they're on fire. But even that fire, how is it directed well? How, which, is where's, my, which is my question. Yeah, like how the do you... The ones that are going to have the fire, they're the yeah. ones that are going to say, hey, let's do this instead of talking about that. And part of it is just modeling, yeah. modeling it well, Look, you know, modeling the behavior well themselves by not being a part of the drama and asking people like, hey, where did you hear that? Like, just calmly. Oh. Yeah, I don't know if I'd say that. Oh, that's... I'd be like, let's talk about Christmas. What are we? What are you going... Are you going in town? No. Are you staying out of town? Almost to kind of... Deflect like, to yeah. something else. Like, let's try to change the subject. Because if you ask that for some high school kids, it's, they're going to respond like their parents do. And if, what if their parents are the ones that are just berating Facebook on, we should be doing this and we should be doing that. And why aren't we doing this? And the angry ones. So what if that kid's anger comes out when you ask them, where did you hear that? I just know none of my kids would say, where Where would you hear that? So that's what we said. It's hey, interesting. start changing the subject. What are we going to do this weekend? What movies are out? Right. Like, just don't talk about it in that context under the school if you don't feel comfortable. But try yeah, and, and I would say you don't have to talk about it if you're in a, yeah, I would agree with that. But for the ones that do, to... that can ask, be ready to say, hey, if you're going to answer, answer in a peaceful, loving well, and I put up that Psalm 4610 says, our God says, calm down and learn that I am God. All yeah. nations on earth will honor me. So part of it is just that simple sometimes yes. is calm down, calm down and know that your God is God. Mm-hmm. There is no other God before him. And his sovereignty means everyone on earth will at some point honor him because he is still God. Um, But at a practical level for kids on a day-to-day thing, that can feel really hard Mm -hmm. to live because they, again, this for some of them, maybe the first opportunity, they're in the middle of something Mm -hmm. that feels totally out of their control. Mm -hmm. They can't do anything about, and Mm -hmm. they're scared. Yeah. Well, and that feeling of being scared will override any other It will. That flight, fight, all that other response. Mm -hmm. No, just listening to y'all talk, I – I would ask these kids, where does your where does your ultimate peace come from? Well, number one, they're at school. You're not supposed to be able to talk right. to them about God at school. But that's where my peace comes from and all of the chaos that's going on around me and that I'm in. My my peace comes from God and that scripture that you just read. But, um, yeah, I, how do you do that? How do you have that conversation? Like, I have a sticky note on my computer I've gone through several offices and I have the same sticky note that the sticky has worn off that I'm taping it mm-hmm. to things. And it says, God already knows the outcome. Mm-hmm. I think I've had it for about five years now. But how do you have that conversation? How do your kids have that conversation with other kids? Especially because they love life. They want life. They yeah. love life. Like, and they want life, peace. They want peace. Like, pro life means we want to engage in this life around us and be active and enjoy it. And, 
um, there's something standing in the way of that, mm-hmm. and that's hard. You you're, can't get rid of it. You're saying to Brinley, like, be the peace, you know, be the light and everything else. So what can she say other than? Mm-hmm. But I think you bring up a good point. Mm-hmm. I probably should go back and be like, do you know what peace is? Yeah. Like, we just assume everybody knows yeah. what peace is. Yeah. Maybe we need to go back and be like, let's define peace. At the end of the day, my peace is knowing that I am not ultimately in control and yeah. I don't have to be in control. I can be prepared. And we've had a lot of years to learn that. Yes, we have. You're right. Yeah. They're still very young in their faith and they still have. But but I remember being young and going, okay, I have my parents. Ultimately, I have my parents. But I actually have a step past my parents, which is mm-hmm. God. Mm-hmm. Because my parents are human, you mm-hmm. know. So... If kids could could know that it's not just on them and it's not just on their parents, you have this ultimate being. You have Christ yeah. that's that's mm-hmm. in control. I remember growing up in my house. Our house was not peaceful at all. I hated it. But then once my dad moved out, it was like, mm-hmm. this yeah. is peace. Like there was no, for me, there was no emotional. You're skipping current. around the house. Yeah, I was. I was like, this is great. He's gone. Woohoo! And my sister's yeah. crying in the corner going, I want my dad back. But the feeling of peace, it is. You have to, but you have to be able to help your kids pull it out. Mm-hmm. What is peace to you? Remember a time when it was peace. Like, what is peace? I love when people say peace is the absence of mm-hmm. war um, or, uh, you know, a hard time. And you're like, that's a good way to define it, right? What is peace um, to Take away them? the chaos. Yeah. yeah. And we have to remember fruits of the spirit, too, that if you're believers. It only because, comes from. Yeah, because right. there's nothing in fruits of the spirit that talk about fighting back, that talk about no. Um, righteous anger. There's nothing oh, there like again, that. Righteous anger. We got to <laughs> dive back into that, that one. Bu- that's a whole other podcast because that saying bu- bugs me a lot. I did. Um, <laughs> I was like, I so, even looked into it more, and I was like, we have to talk about that. Yes, self righteousness. I mean, self righteous oh, anger. And- there's yeah, humans. I'm sorry, we don't have righteous anger. <laughs> I don't. I don't think we do either. No. We talked about this at one of our podcasts, mm-hmm. which w- somebody will hear at some point. It's going to be after this one mm-hmm. with Rachel. And so oh, we're releasing it later. Yeah. And so I said, whoa, time out. Is that a biblical term? Like, where did righteous you know. anger come from? And I'm like you. I kind of yeah. went back for a couple of days and looked into it. And I was like, we can't say that. There's, righteous anger to me you can be angry. not human. Righteous anger to me is like Jesus turning over the tables in the temple. And that's what people anger. all, but that's what people always bring up. But yeah. people forget why he was doing that. That is so good. He was doing that because they were selling and they were in his temple, in his father's house. Yes, they were misrepresenting God. Exactly. But again, the one that's going to feel that is going to be the son of God. Mm -hmm. So who he was turning the tables at, quite frankly, would have been the equivalent of us today. That's what I'm saying. That's, and so, righteous anger. Yes. So that's, that's righteous anger. So when me. we look, when but Paul looks at the church, don't even say no, righteous. Right. We don't even think we should, as believers, be saying righteous, righteous anger. Isn't that kind of an oxymoron? That's what I was thinking. <laughs> because if you look at the fruits of <laughs> the Spirit, us, it it's what? Grace, mercy, mm-hmm. kindness, gentleness, self-control. Mm-hmm. But you I can mean, still be anger, angry. It's how you handle your anger. See? And I would say even most of the times if you look at anger personally, and the direction it's pointing to, analyze it, what's driving that emotion, like the interpretation of the world around you that's driving that anger. Mm-hmm. A lot of the times, that's it's wrong. A lot of Most of the times, it's going to be selfish. Now, if you're saying you're angry because you're looking over here and this child is being abused and hurt, and you're angry, and you want to seek justice for that child, 
that is legitimate, I would say, anger. Because your anger at valid an injustice. Anger. Valid anger. Let's turn it from right to legit. <laughs> Let's make it sound You know, better. exactly. Anger validity. There's a belief system there that's driving <laughs> yeah. that anger that it's true, that is right, you know. So you have to look at the belief system driving the emotion, right? Which is another thing, again, with the anxiety and the fear, you know, what drives it. It's the fear of your life not being what you want it to be. It's fear of losing your life. It's fear of losing people you love. I do you like know? what Romans 12 says. It says, do not be... Overcome by evil, evil, but mm-hmm. overcome evil, evil with, with good. good. <gasps> that would be good for Brinley. My Brinley or your Brinley? Your Brinley. <laughs> Both. Dealing with. It's good for all of us. <laughs> actually, my, actually my Brinley can be mean. So <laughs> I'm going to love that about her. Um, tell me how you would apply that. I'm going to look up something else while you're talking. What do you mean? How would I apply? How would I help her apply that, Amy? Give me well, wisdom. Well, in this, in this, um, and the chaos that she's dealing with, with yes. the dramatic girls at school and people like going to school and the rumor mill going wild and people just fueling the fire. Yeah. It's like, it to me, that's anger. People that are fueling the chaos with more chaos, that's anger. And being foolish, too. And being foolish, <laughs> yes. So it's like, don't don't add to it. Don't yes. add to it. Like that's be, right. the, be the light. Be the be light. The, yeah. How can you stay better. above the fray and watch it from it like a drone watching it? It's funny to tell my <laughs> my son. He could probably use that more. He kind of gets in the fray. I mean, sometimes. would you rather would you rather be down in the fray and miserable, or would you rather just like relinquish it and be happy? Like, yeah. Rise above it. No, knowing that God's got this. He's in control He's got of it, this. No it is what. a hot mess that we're dealing with. Right. And Lone Star's dealing with it mm-hmm. more than Memorial is it is. At, but we're all stealing like feeling the angst for Lone Star. Mm-hmm. Well it's like a, it's just because everybody knows that it could be two days from now, it could be another school. Yeah. I think that's what that's where the anxiety goes up now. Every time you see stuff happening with our kiddos. It's one step closer to being your kids. Yeah. And I think, the, I mean, the steadiness of what that means to be above the fray in these kind of situations is it's testing us. Um, you know, it's testing our belief systems. It's testing our kids. And But again, but the Psalms are who I've been going to a lot the last couple of days. So um, like Psalm 1, 112 um, talks about um, Psalm 112. Where's the um, six starting in verse six for the righteous will never be moved. He will be remembered forever. He is not afraid of bad news. His heart is firm, trusting the Lord. His heart is steady. He will not be afraid until he looks in triumph on his adversaries. Um, Read the first verse again. That was sure. really good. For the righteous will never be moved. He will be remembered forever. One more. He is Sorry. not afraid of bad news. Bad news. He's his not His heart afraid. is firm, trusting in the Lord. That's it. Yeah, he's not afraid of bad it's news because his heart is firm. Yes. That is this. When it comes to peace, I think, for a believer, that's the stability, right, that we're talking about, that calmness, that not being afraid of bad news. But well, I think it takes a lifetime. Yes, Philippians 4 does too. And guard being your content. Heart and your mind. What guards your heart and your mind? Peace mm-hmm. does. That's the only thing. Not the only thing, but that's what it says. That's one of the things. Peace yeah, guards sure. your heart and your mind. That was mind-blowing to me. To be like, whoa, gosh, he's put troops around my heart and my mind with peace. But he doesn't say he does it with love, joy, all kindness, all the fruits. He says mm-hmm. peace in that moment. And I'm yeah. like, that is so true. Because what does, what helps me not act out of whatever from my heart, my thought process or my actions? Peace. So then the fruits of the spirits almost, I like, I like that context because the fruits of the spirit then almost speaking like that, are not just something we produce. It's something that guards our heart. Yes. From other things. Yes. So 
Yeah. It guards our heart from being cruel because we have mercy. It guards yeah. our heart from being anxious because we have peace. It mm-hmm. guards our heart from being unkind because we have kindness mm-hmm. and we have gentleness. It guards our heart from lashing out because we have self-control. Mm-hmm. Those are all – I like that. I like actually the – I think you're that, that context. context. Yeah. Well, the context too. We're in the battle of our lives right now mm-hmm. for our kids – for our nieces and nephews, for our brothers and sisters in Christ. Like, it is a battle. And Satan is not winning because we know he doesn't win in the end. But mm-hmm. we have to, as women, we have to kind of understand what does it mean. It's the fruits of the Spirit. It's who we put on the armor of God every single day and we guard our hearts and, and because our minds. we're not afraid of bad news, no. if we know there's a chance it's going to get worse. Because we got the good we're news. Okay. It's got the gospel. It's called Jesus. Yeah. Oh, and he's going to be born soon, y'all. Yeah. We can celebrate that. And he's mm-hmm. coming again. Yeah. There's a I second mean, we, coming. I mean, there's going to be this back and forth of things in our lives we Til don't like. Till he comes back. Till he comes back. Yeah. Which is why we say often, Amy Wright, come back soon, Jesus. Come oh, back yeah. Soon. Well, and you have tornadoes. They just took out whole towns. Did y'all Ugh. see that sweet thing where that so man was sad. playing that piano without yeah. a roof? No. So, yeah. Oh, it was precious. Yeah. Somebody posted it and I was like, he's just sitting there playing. I don't even remember. I think it was a hymn he was playing. But there's no roof. There's like no side. The refrigerator's still there. And this piano and he's sitting and playing this piano. Peace. He had peace in that moment to sit and have a peace of mind to sit and play a piano. Yeah. And I, I mm. think... Um, you have so much going on like that hitting everybody at one time, yes. whether it's natural disasters, whether it's, um, you know, politics we don't like, whether it's guns in schools, bombs in schools, friendships, like you were saying, Amy, you know, mm-hmm. all these things hitting our kids. And yet, children, you still have to be successful by making good grades, do, you know, taking mm-hmm. care of your mental health, doing X, Y, Z right. in this fraught environment when adults aren't even good at that. No. Yeah, I so mean, why do you saying that? So, why do we require our kids to do that? I'm just saying. My I, son's I can be like, like, no more grades. <laughs> Woohoo! Thanks, Debbie. I'm out. <laughs> I'm just saying that that's part of what we deem as successful in our society. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying it's wrong. I'm just saying that's still something they need to do in the midst of all this other stuff. And I'm not even sure that adults are always great at focusing on our jobs and our work and mm-hmm. getting our job done in the mm-hmm. middle of this either. Yeah. So I think we need to give grace to our kids. Yeah, and take know? care of our kids and our own souls. Yeah. Make sure our souls are in a right place to handle what's going to continue coming our way. And each way. other. Call and check on your friends, man. Oh, yes. <laughs> Call and check on your friends and the, the people Lord's and their church. on your heart yes. today. Mm-hmm. Don't waste time. Call them. That's Text right. them. That's good. Because every a good day word. he's like, hey, have you thought thought? I mean, God puts people on my heart all the time. And there's some days that I'm good and some days I'm not. But I, I would almost say I bet he does it to everybody. If you take yeah. a minute to slow down, yeah. to not hurry, he's going, hey, have you checked on so-and-so? I would agree. Be more intentional. My sister and I had this conversation where we're on our phones at night and we're looking at Instagram or we're looking at Facebook and we're like not really having real relationships with people. We're just we're just looking, scanning. Yes. And so we had the conversation of being more intentional. Yeah. And then with dad passing away, I realized he was a very intentional person. And people mm. would come up to me at the memorial. Your dad would call and check in on me all the time. Aww. When this happened, he was he was there the next morning to walk me through something. And I was like, he was a very intentional person. Yeah. That's just who he was to me. So I didn't. Yeah. And so now I'm like, no, it's time to be more intentional. Yeah. None of this other stuff matters. Yeah. You know, reach out to people and be there. This other stuff is more opportunity to be intentional, right? Yeah. It just provides opportunity to reach out to people. Yeah. Spread the good news. Yeah. And love talk. people well. All right. That's part I of loving people. I need to see the five-year-old of somebody I went to high school with 25 years ago and look at their mm-hmm. pictures. We don't have a relationship. 
you know. There was talk, was... I will say, the last two years. I mean, two days, two years. There, the last two days, there was a lot of talk of everybody needs to take their phones away from their kids. I did see that, too, like getting people, like you're saying, Mm -hmm. Amy, be intentional about personal relationships Mm -hmm. and getting people off of social media, getting people off of, like, the engagement is an issue, like mental health, like people being so ramped up because kids aren't engaging this way anymore. So they literally, like, and I'm saying, like, back and forth in person, um, they have a harder time with that now. So those interactions are kind of fraught with social anxiety in a lot of ways because they don't know how to do it as well. Um, and so there was a lot of that conversation to your point of Mm -hmm. like, that's not real relationships. Right. Um, well, and all the stuff on TikTok and Snapchat and all that other, it's just fueling what's going on at the school and everything. It passes from person to person like wildfire. Just stop. Yeah. Easier said than done. Because we're all addicted to our devices and mm-hmm. what's on there. As you're saying stuff, I'm going, my kids would be like, but mom, I'm going to be the only one. Exactly. I, this FOMO, morning, FOMO, hey, FOMO is a real thing. thing. I know. For but your once missing you take out, it away, thing. whenever I take it away, I'll be like, all right, do you want it back? And they're like, no, it's nice not having it. Yeah. And I'm like, we need to talk it's about peaceful. It is peaceful. We need to talk about that. Like, why is it nice to not have that? Mm-hmm. And then it's funny to hear what they have to say about it. Um. And well, they process. Like on an airplane, it's so peaceful because mm-hmm. you don't have devices or anything yeah. to distract you unless you, you know, or downloaded a movie or something yeah. like that. But, yeah. This has turned into a very serious podcast. With a little nuggets of laughter here. Yes. And yeah. But hope. We hope that there is. We hope. We hope that there are people, women that listen and men, if there are men that listen, that mm-hmm. you do walk away going, you know what? I, I can do things better in my home. Yes. Right. And I'm doing a pretty good job, but we can always do things better. And no matter if you have children or not, There's hope. whether you're single or married or not, you know, people, you have a role to play. You Even have a role to praying. play and you have a role to play in the body of Christ. We yeah. need you. It does. Do. I mean, whether you're, people. you know, 95 or five, you're a part of the body of Christ. And so I do feel like, yes, you can pray. You can call on the people who God's put in your life to see how they're doing you can reach out, you know, that kind of thing. So, all right, closing up, little nuggets. I think we could end on that song, that second verse, because I think that's super powerful. Because, like, Romans talks about do not overcome evil. Do not yeah. be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. And then, so, in order to do that, when you get bad news, mm-hmm. to not let it send you to spiraling out of control emotionally, mentally, Social media wise, like stay strong in your heart and in your faith and your hope in Christ. And if you do yep. spiral out, bounce back. Bounce. You've got new mercies. Yeah. You've got every grace, morning. new mercies every morning. Yes. And the biggest piece that I have is that I am not in control, that God has me no matter what. There's mm. a song called Evidence by, hold on, Josh something. And it's basically talking about, I see the evidence of where you've been with me every step of the way. Oh. It is such a good song. Who sings that? Hold on, I'll tell you. Uh, Debbie, did Josh you find- Baldwin, Evidence. I've seen the evidence of your goodness. Oh, yes. Mm. And he's talking about every step of the way, as he's looking back on his life, he can see where God was there every step of the way. Even on the Even in the times... In my childhood, when things weren't so great, um, I was miserable because of divorce and everything else. I look and I'm like, oh, he's right there. There he was. 
There he was the entire time. Mm-hmm. Look, I'll play the beginning. Yeah. Everyone's like, yes, I've heard this. Your faithfulness is walked beside me. Storms made way for spring. In every season, from where I'm standing, I see the evidence of the goodness of all of my life. Yes, that's good. Yeah, my my dad loved that song. We played that at his memorial, and it was just like, yep. All over She's your good. life. Yeah. It is a good reminder. Absolutely. Mm. Okay, Danny, what so, about you? Yeah, I would agree with everything y'all just said. Um, Same-sies. <laughs> Same-sies. Um, You're I think, looking for something. Well, I'm sitting here reading the Psalm 112 again um, because I think you're right. Just the trusting the Lord, um, the righteous man is hard as steady. I think, though, assuming that steadiness comes easy is a mistake. No. Mm-hmm. Oh, I was like, you just started a sentence, and I was like, it doesn't come <laughs> easy. Exactly. What are you about to say? <laughs> so that's what I guess I would be my nugget, I is I follow, think so. that for the righteous will never be moved. He'll be remembered forever. He is not afraid of bad news. His heart is firm, trusting the Lord. His heart is steady. He will not be afraid until he looks in triumph on his adversaries. He has distributed freely. He has given to the poor. His righteousness endures forever. I think that is hard fought. And I feel like sometimes we think, okay, just read this Bible passage. You know, um, and I've fallen into this before in my life. And I guess now approaching 50, you go, okay, no, I know. It's not that easy. It's intentional, like Christine mentioned earlier. It's looking back in, on my history and seeing God's sovereignty, like Amy was talking about. But just remembering you have to work for that. Like it's something that because of our humanness and our nature and the sin in the world all around us, um, it's something that a steady heart um, requires us to look at constantly and feed that steadiness with the fruits of the spirit and everything else. Um, You're not going to find that steadiness on social media or on the news or anywhere Mm -hmm. um, except for in the fruits of the spirit um, and in God. Your creator, your savior. And when Jesus. Satan wants to have a heyday with you of making you doubt yeah. all of that, He'll mess you with your go, yeah. whoa, my heart is firm yeah. and my heart is steady. Yeah. Satan, get behind me. And no and one talks to ourselves check. more than us. If you think you oh, don't talk gosh. to yourself, you're yeah. wrong. <laughs> we talk to ourselves. That? I know. Everybody talks we, we talk to ourselves all the time. We have this ongoing monologue in our head. And so what we fill it talk. with is important. Is, is long, exactly. But if you're doing that. Like there are days that I have a bad day I'm like, whoa. My yeah. heart is firm and it is steady. Yeah. Okay. I just went off the rails for just a brief moment, but my yeah. heart is still good and yeah. firm and steady yeah. in Christ. Yeah. And that's, that's my reassurance. I'm probably going to mess this up. There was a meme that was like, be careful what you think because you are what you think. Yeah. You believe you it are what true. you think. Yeah. We, everything we do is from a belief system we have, whether it's conscious or subconscious. Oh, Every, Debbie's happy place. It is Here my she thing. Goes. She's going to give you a seminar. I, and I will not. <laughs> so in closing. But... <laughs> You started me off there, Amy, but I could go on because it's true because we think sometimes like my biggest thing to people is when they say, I'm sorry I did that. that, That's not who I am. I'm like, oh, no, that's not who you want to be. That is who you are. 
right. to work on not, that not being who you are takes a and lot of effort and work. Right that is there. a whole other podcast. Oh, I'm not on that one. I'm out on that one. We'll get <laughs> some <laughs> else. Chicken. Chicken. <laughs> but that's not who God is. You're absolutely correct. No. <laughs> so, yeah, that's a whole other thing. But, oh, my goodness, um, I could we could go on about this forever, right? <laughs> because the world's a mess. And just don't, go, don't get swayed by bad news. Stay focused right. on the good news. Mm-hmm. Keep your eyes and your heart planting God's word around his people. Keep your heart steady and firm. That's awesome. Okay. Well, this was a lot of fun and informative and went in different directions. Right, girls? Mm-hmm. That's good. We were led by the spirit. It was good. Did I look like I was frowning too much? A couple of times. I just looked away. It was great. <laughs> Just I just kidding. can't look at you right now, Debbie, because you I've look like you're mad. I've never seen anybody smile and frown at the same time. Your lip is coming more alive, though, right it now. It is. Right it here. Is. Right here. The numbness is, yeah. or wearing the weirdness off. is wearing off. But, well, um, everybody, we hope you have an amazing Christmas. Um, we're looking forward to times with our family, right, mm-hmm. everybody? Mm-hmm. Um, but wherever you are, we hope that um, you know that you're cared for, you're loved, God loves you, and also um, have a wonderful Christmas celebrating Um, the birth of our savior. So, but that is it for us for 2021. We're taking a few weeks break and we'll be back in January of 2022 Mm -hmm. with a special series we're doing. Uh So keep a lookout for that. We love y'all. We will talk to you next year. Bye. Watch what happens now.